Welcome to the Ben Don't Break podcast. We are powered by the Source Weekly, Ben's locally owned newspaper. This podcast is our eddy in the rushing waters of local journalism. We are glad that you're taking some of your time to listen to us chat with the people who shape our local community. I am Aaron Schweitzer, publisher of The Source, and I am joined by my co-host, Nicole Vulcan, our editor. Today, we have a special treat. We are speaking with Bob Shaw. After four years in the U.S. Navy in the Vietnam era, Bob Shaw met his wife, Cheryl, while working for a college ministry. They started a family and moved to the San Francisco Bay Area, where Bob entered the world of recreational vehicle sales and service. After eight years with Beaver Coach, which brought him to Bend, a more serious pursuit of a career, not just a job, began. Bob had been a public speaker for years and secretly hoped for a job where he could speak for a living. A unique chain of events carried him back to college at COCC and a job as a waiter in a casual fine dining restaurant at the age of 45. He was then introduced to working as talent in commercials by a co-worker that was doing the same. A couple of years making commercials opened the door for a successful audition as the weathercaster on the live morning news program. Short while later, Bob transferred to Mississippi State University, completed a meteorology training, and is now celebrating years, quote, in the business and on News Channel 21 at sunrise. Viewers will be sad to know, as we are, that Bob is retiring this summer, and so we had to have you in on the program. Bob, thanks for being here. It's my pleasure. I'm, this is really a joy for me. Yeah, it's always fun to get to, get to connect with you. Now I get to tell all my dirty secrets here. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> in your um, bio, we learned how you sort of fell into the TV business doing weather, but since then went on and got trained in meteorology. You must have loved it. What is it about doing weather that... Uh, that excites you so much? Well, first, I like the science. Uh, second, it is personality-driven. Uh, we yeah. are, uh, get to be a little goofy at times, mm-hmm. uh, except when the weather's serious. And so uh, with that and some of the things I got to do in the community, uh, it just turned out to be an automatic fit. So um, does this mean you wake up at 1 a.m. and you know, you're the person who like checks your snow meter or you know you're at home doing weather things too. No, I take a shower and try <laughs> to get my heart started. First job <laughs> right. I do when I get to the station is make coffee. Yeah, <laughs> let everyone know what time you have to arrive at the station. I, I the alarm goes off at 12:30. We live in Lapine now, so uh, get out a little bit early, and then I get to the station at 2:30. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yes, as someone who did a morning show myself as a producer I do not miss that no. whatsoever and, and you know I love this business I love everything about it except that alarm clock and that, yeah. that I will not miss yeah <laughs> well you do you think you'll have a, a hard time tra- now that you're going to be retiring a hard time transitioning your sleep clock or does it turn on turn off I mean you've, you've been you doing know it these so days long. it's it on Saturday morning, I start waking up at 1 or 2. Yeah. Uh, but I think once I know that final show is under my belt, uh, it'll probably take me about 24 hours to <laughs> convert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get to have, like, nighttime activities again, and it'll be, it'll be groundbreaking for you. Yeah, it, it will, <laughs> actually, because bedtime is about 6 o'clock now. Yeah. I'm so curious about—I want to talk about weather a little bit in our area. Um you know, it's been a weird few years, but I'm just kind of curious because you, you, you know, anecdotally and also maybe you track some of this data. Have you noticed like there's actual changes in our weather over the last, you know, 
decade or however long? There has been. Uh, and if you watch and record the uh, record temperatures that I show every morning, record highs and record lows, the record highs are almost always current. They're within the last 10 to 15 years. Mm -hmm. uh, the record lows are all from before 1970. Mm. Some are yeah, as well. old as the 50s when uh, records were st just starting to be kept. Yeah. I mean, I think we kind of anecdotally know the same follows for snow, too, right? That we're getting less than we used to? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, friends that have been here all their lives, and they remember uh, Mount Bachelor having to uh, send a snowcat up just to dig a channel in the snow for the chairs to get up. Oh, wow. Uh, but uh, obviously in the last few years, we've had much, much less. This yeah. year was a good year. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the last three or four have been terrible. Well, they always say, if you don't like bend weather, just wait 10 minutes. Yes. And, uh, but, it, but it is hard, I think, the way the years have been going of late to really know. Like, I'm always like, this is so unusual. And it feels unusual having been here. I mean, I've been here 35 years now. Um but it's not being a meteorologist, it's hard to put my finger on it. I'm like, I'm like, gosh, it just feels different than what I remember. No, we've lived here for about 40 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, during that time, uh, we've had the seven-year cycle where you get a bad winter every seven years mm -hmm. or so. And, yeah. and that's about where we've been landing. But in between, uh, we have not had typical years in the last 15. Yeah. yeah. That's how it feels. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, um, as you're leaving KTVZ, I'm sure you have a lot of memories about your time there. I just wondered, you know, do you have some things that kind of stand out from your time there, some stories or events that you covered? You know, I think the biggest story that I have to tell are the success stories of coworkers that uh, have come through. You know, for a long time, we were accused of having a revolving door <laughs> on, the, on the front of the building because anchors would come and go so quickly. But uh, in la the last, oh, 15 years or so, they've signed contracts and they stay for a while. Um, I have uh, some of my weather trainees yeah. that have gone on to make uh, quite illustrious careers, and I think that's the best thing uh, that I can, the best legacy I can leave. I think uh, probably the most fun thing I've had to do is uh, uh, work with Al Roker three yeah. or four times. Oh, fun. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, the, we went to New York. Uh, well, to back up, I have a son-in-law, uh, John McDonald, that is a an associate producer with Jimmy Fallon, The Tonight Show. Okay. And through him, the first time we went out, it was uh, 2001, uh, or for 9-11, okay. right after 9-11. And uh, before that, in the, in the beginning of the summer, uh, I called John. I said, hey, who should I talk to? He gave me a name, and I said, hey, look, I don't want to be too presumptuous, but we'll be in New York on this date uh, can would it be possible to shoot a couple of promos with Mr. Roker uh, for our station? And they said, well, yeah, sure. When are you going to be here? Well, it turned out oh, that we great. were there 30 days after wow. uh, 
uh, 9-11. Mm. And uh, security was immense, but uh, out there on the plaza, I got to shoot promos with Al, and uh, I've done that a couple of more times. And then he was in Portland once and got to shoot some things there. Oh, with that's him. great. So now yeah. you two are like buddies. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure he would even remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, you're, you you have a, uh, I hope it's a trademark slogan uh, with have a sparkling day. Um, how did that come about? What What's the origin story on? Uh, this will take just a minute. Yeah. Because I start, as you mentioned, I started in the RV business years ago and I worked at several dealerships mm-hmm. in the Bay Area. And uh, one of them was Camino Camper Center in okay. South San Francisco. I was the parts and warranty guy for the, for the service center. The old Camino camper. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and we, we had a, a fleet of mechanics in there, and they would bring their cut list for the coach that they, they were working on, and uh, I'd get their parts and send them on their way. Well, we had one goofy little guy that was so fun to work with, middle-aged guy, uh, named Ron, I don't remember his last name, had jelly jar bottom glasses, and it was just fun to work with. <laughs> and he'd scoop up his parts from the parts counter, and he'd go, have a sparkling day. Oh. <laughs> and I totally stole it, but I had not heard that for many years. Uh, and then I got to where I was doing my very first workday forecast, the thing where Al Roker says, here's what it's like in your neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got in recording that, and I thought, I'm not going to get to the end of this and say, have a nice day (laughs) and have a sparkling day slipped out. I hadn't heard that for (laughs) years, and it stuck. Yeah. Well, Ron, if you're out there, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, you know. Um, Bob Bob owes you a a coffee or something. Yeah, right, I do indeed. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of mileage out of it's that. Funny how that would have come right out of your subconscious as oh, a. It was right. totally shocking to yeah. me, <laughs> and now I hear it and see it everywhere. Right. So I just want to give I want to give Bob on air here, even though this is going to be recorded or this is recorded, just a little hint that have a sparkling day is is going to you know factor into. Uh, a, an upcoming source cover, so that'll be a, a fun thing for him to Uh-oh. see. <laughs> now I am nervous. Uh oh, <laughs> you know we just want to honor you oh, a little bit of your legacy. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean that's a, a partly because you know we selfishly also have our best of Central Oregon coming up. You have been a really long time winner as best TV personality, um, so you know that's where that's coming from. You know. M- I fully expect that next year people are still going to vote for you, even though you will have been retired. Yeah, well, I've already told Cheryl. I said, well, end, uh, end of July, I'm done. The The vote takes place in August. so I'm Actually, not- it takes place in July, so you st- will still oh, be employed. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah right. So Technically, we won't, be, we won't be whiting out your votes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a chance then. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember how many times you've won it? We, 21. It's, okay. We have a hard time tracking across years how many all of our winners have done. It's well, quite a process. Well, I did not get it the first year. Okay. Uh, I got it the second year. I did not get it the third year, and then every year since. Yeah. Then it's been a clean I, I, sweep. I, I, I have to say, I, I, I did get a call from your GM 
the year at your then GM, the year you did not win it. And I remember who did win it. And uh, he read me the riot act, like not possible, not, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and he was quite the advocate for you. And and I assured him it was uh, not our intention to put one TV personality over another, and, uh, that's and so we went funny. on from there. I did not know that. Yeah. Thank, yeah. thank yeah. you. I'll, I'll have to give that gentleman <laughs> yeah, he, a call. He was assured since you didn't win that somehow it was rigged. Yeah. <laughs> We've I, heard that before. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We, you know, we try to keep it clean. We, you know, we try to be fair in our votes, but every year someone has that misconception about one category or the other, so. Yeah, yeah. but not in your case, where you've won it now for 21 straight years, or pretty close, so. So, yeah, it's been quite the honor, and it's always a surprise every year. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll have to see what the voters say this year. <laughs> okay, so you are getting close to leaving. Your last day is coming up at the end of July, so what we really want to know is, do you know who your replacement is and do they know what shoes they have to fill? Uh, no, they don't. <laughs> uh, and uh, and they're little tiny baby shoes. <laughs> uh, and uh, we've hired a gentleman uh, th- that's coming to us from Roanoke, Virginia. Okay. Uh, he has 30 years experience in the business and uh, he and his wife are going to retire out here. So this will be his retirement job. And a very, uh, cool. very experienced gentleman. And I have not met him yet, but we've communicated a little bit. All right. So we're still, you know, I, I tell everybody that we are the uh, farm team for the big leagues. <laughs> and w- people come in, they c- come to us from college, they get trained, and they move on. Yeah. And uh, this is going to be a good transition for Central Oregon because uh, this gentleman has lots of experience. That's but great. I don't, I don't think a lot of people understand the way the the DMA rankings work where you know you, you you we're such a small market that you know a lot of pay is based on wh- what level your market is and and that's mostly the reason that the TV station is that kind of becomes kind of that revolving door. They have to move on if they want to further their careers cuz don't they get roofed out in smaller markets? They do. And, uh, you know, this is one of those businesses where if you're going to get promoted, you're going to move. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, and just to explain the DMA thing a little bit, uh, a designated market area is mm-hmm. what that stands right. for. And they're ranked by strictly by population. Yeah. So New York, L.A., San Francisco, Miami, yada, 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 right. on down the list. To bend. To bend. <laughs> now, there right now are about 216, I think, uh, television markets in America. And bend is 183. Right, right. So it's not that we are less popular. Uh, it's just that we have a lesser population. Well, yeah. We're, we're doing our best to climb. They we were working indeed. hard to get up well, the DMA uh, ladder. We, we were over <laughs> 200 when I started at the station. Yeah, right. I remember. And so we're in the uh, upper seven, 170s to low 180s now. Yeah, someone who started their career in broadcasting at a market station in the 200s. I definitely know uh, a lot about that, you know, just working your way up into bigger markets. Sure. And, um, especially for the on-air talent, that's such a thing. You know, I was a producer, so a little bit different animal. 
But, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's what journalists do in the broadcast world. Well, and uh, that's kind of our bragging point now is that everybody knows nationwide that if you want the training and the experience uh, to make nice leaps in the markets, uh, go to KTVZ. That's great. And uh, right now I have weather trainees that are in Dallas-Fort Worth. That's market number five. I have two that are doing weather uh, for KNBC and KCBS in Los Angeles. Uh, That's great. So they, it's like uh, a friend of mine in the business says, I'll never make a million dollars in this business, but I'll train a lot of people that will. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people want to stay, too, and live a, a nice life in Bend, Oregon, and, you know, just and carry through. So there's there's those folks, too. There, that's, an, that's true of just about every profession here in Central Oregon. Now. Mm-hmm. People are willing to, well, I may not make as much money as I could in the big city, but I sure love it here. Yeah, I don't have to live in the big city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I we sort of asked a similar question, but it's a little bit broader this time. What has been the most meaningful part of your work as a broadcaster? My big hope and prayer when I took this job was knowing that there was going to be a certain level of notoriety that would go along with the job. Uh, that I would be able to do things in the community uh, to help boost um, nonprofit organizations and that sort of thing. So I think one of the things our station is proudest of is the fact that we started 21 Cares for Kids. And uh, now that has ballooned into uh, a great many other nonprofits advertising with us. And now I can be as busy as I want to be uh, outside with helping some of these organizations with, I don't know, fundraisers and going to speak and that sort of thing. And that was that's probably the thing I'm proudest of. Yeah, super cool. Not even anything to do with journalism, but just your role in the community. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Well, now that you are entering retirement, you're going to have more, you'll be able to use that notoriety more frequently for nonprofits and people like that i'm sure you're going to get a lot of a lot of him oh bob's got free time we, yeah. like, let's go get him yeah. well and there's a i have a few uh, pet organizations that uh-huh. i just really love that's and, great uh so the answer is yes yeah what give a shout out to one of those uh the assistance league of bend yeah great uh, they do a marvelous job we we developed our relationship with them early, early in my career, probably 20 years ago. Okay. And uh, one of, Marty Shepard from their organization came to our station and said, we're trying to collect coats for kids. Uh, Can you help us? And we thought, hey, we would like to collect coats for kids, but we had no place to hang them. So (laughs) we thought, hey, this is an automatic. And that year they clothed Gosh, if I remember correctly, they clothed a hundred and t- about a hundred and ten kids. Yeah. Wow. And this last year, they clothed twenty seven hundred. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so I'm at every fundraiser I can be at for them. Cool. 
Well, um, I'm going to ask this question knowing that your wife is in the studio with yeah. us, so you're going to be really accountable. <laughs> What's your plan for retirement? Ah, that's nice. I, I, <laughs> uh, we have been talking about this for about two years. Um, and just recently, it came to pass that um, uh, the college, COCC, came to me and uh, said, hey, we're losing our meteorology instructor for the aviation department. Uh, would you consider this? And uh, so that's my new hire is uh, working up at COCC. Probably be just a couple classes, couple days oh, a week. Oh, that's so cool. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> very excited about I thought that. you were going to tell us about your plans for Florida or, you know, something like that. Well, we're taking some small trips here and there. Yeah. Uh, we just came back from Idaho, and we've got we're going to the San Juans with friends, and down to California and whatnot. But uh, the big trips we're we'll hold off on. Yeah. When you said you'd been thinking about it, you and your wife been thinking about it for two years, I was like. Gosh, they haven't really given this retirement thing very much thought if they just started planning it two years ago. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's one of those things where you're so busy. Yeah. You know, we were so busy raising little girls and uh, seeing them become mm -hmm. successful. And uh, our careers, uh, Cheryl has worked with the school district for almost as long as I've been at the station. And uh, you're just so busy with life that mm -hmm. uh, you think, oh, wait. Yeah, we should plan for something. Here. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, Bob Shaw, it's been such a pleasure getting to chat with you again. We always love getting to connect with you, as I mentioned earlier. So, um, best of luck in your in your next chapter. Well, thank you very much, and this has been a real pleasure. Uh, I have had the joy of being associated with the source for a long, long time, and uh, you guys have honored me, and I I just want to take the moment to honor you. Thank you. Thank well, you. It's been super easy, Bob, to be honest. <laughs> You're just a great guy. And probably do a podcast with the new uh, COCC meteorologist down the road sometime. Yeah, well, I would love that. That yeah. would be fun. Great. See what Let you're me up get to. over the nervous yeah, jitters sure. uh, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, right. All right. Thank you. Hey, you bet. Thank you. You've been listening to the Ben Don't Break podcast powered by The Source Weekly. To read, hear, and see more of what we do, go to bensource.com.